It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Who's joining us from Melbourne this morning, Heels, after playing Royal Melbourne yesterday for Sporting Chance, raising money for cancer charities with Mark Taylor and a few of his mates. But, hey, right at the moment, we've got uh, Queensland's busiest man. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, the action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Our nine-time Premier trainer, Tony Gollan, on the line. Uh, as busy as a one-armed wallpaper hanger this morning, Tony, aren't you? <laughs> Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, good. Now, Chris Nelson's been keeping me informed. You've got Baller, Zoo Style, Skirt the Lawn, Atuno, Hilal, at, at least those trialling this morning. Yeah, an isotope. She's in there as well. So an isotope, yep. There's quite a, yeah, quite a bunch of them out there this morning at the trials, uh, all going different ways and, you know, they're about ready to kick off and start to shape their autumn preps. You don't just you don't just throw them all in the one race, Tony. You, you, you're going in different different fields of horses. <laughs> yeah, well, two of them are getting on a plane tonight and going to Melbourne. Uh, Ball will run the Lightning on Saturday, and Zoo Style will kick off in Oakley Plate Saturday week. So they fly out of Melbourne, uh, Brisbane tonight at midnight, and they'll be tucked away in their in their boxes at Flemington by about four thirty tomorrow morning. Go on, Hills. Ask Tony about why why Ball is trialling this morning. Yeah, yeah. What, the, the value of such trials. What, what, what is it that you need to get into them and out of them? It's just the fitness. When he came up right to the mark, he's he's got a pretty long prep ahead of him. We space his runs out quite a lot, and always find the value and just having them up nice and fit early. Just I want to make sure that the two jump outs or trials into him, which we have now. Once we do this today, um, it's a quick turnaround from this trial to his race. We've had a lot of success, and we get a lot of effectiveness out of doing that. So. Uh, don't read anything negative into it. It's, it's only a positive to give him a soft trial this morning. He won't be out there to break the clock. It'll certainly have him right up to the mark for the Lightning. Uh, but his main aim in Melbourne would be the new market three weeks later. So okay. it's, it's all in preparation to have him spot on for that race in about four weeks' time. So you're up against Nature Strip this Saturday? Yeah, look, we've <laughs> raced against him in the Champions Sprint at the end of the carnival. We finished mm. right beside him. Clearly, was not at his best that day. But, you know, a nice, fresh Nature Strip is going to be a pretty daunting task on Saturday. But as like I said there, this is a way for 8,000 metre race. It's not really our our style race, yeah. but it's a beautiful lead-in for, for a Group 1 handicap three weeks later in the new market. That's certainly the race that, that we really want to target with Baller this, this autumn. Hey, of all you these know, ones that you're sending south, is there one that you're really excited about? Yeah, Skirt the Law. Yeah. Absolutely. She's um, such a good filly. She's done everything right for us and both myself and Ryan and the team here, we we feel she's improved since the Magic Millions. Um, she's going to have to have, and there's no doubt things get a little bit stronger when you hit the Sydney in the autumn. It's the, yeah. it's the best of the best. We saw some nice two-year-olds on the weekend race down there. So, But we do feel she's improved and looking forward to seeing her just tick over at the trials today. She won't sort of do too much. She'll just tick over nicely, and we see her down in, at Randwick for the sweet embrace Saturday week. Um, yeah, Paddy's talking about how busy you are now getting this this all together. I, I counted up your runners on the weekend, mate. You had thirty runners from last Friday to Sunday just gone. Is that more or less for you or no. normal? <laughs> no, that must be this this weekend. There's that many nominated, I'd say. Um, <laughs> oh, look, we get a lot of runners. Hills just depends on the weeks. Um, I mean, some some weeks are lighter and, and heavier 
than others. But yeah, no, it's, it's pretty busy. There's a lot of lot of active horses here at the stable up and going. There's mm. 42 trialers today uh, at Dooman, so there's a lot of horses to go through their paces. But no, it's, it's a busy period. We've been in horse sales as well down at English Sales in Sydney. Just got yeah. back from them last night, so it's um, but it's all good fun. It's all we enjoy it. And, we're looking forward to hopefully a big autumn and then it's very quick then to our winter carnival here in Brisbane. So all these horses you see trialling today and getting ready to go south, you're going to see a good a good deal of these racing here in the winter. Good stuff. Hey, listen, we haven't spoken to you since the, the news came out that you'd approached Robbie Frad to help mentor Ange Jones. I mean, this is it's a really good, I, I think, a really, really good idea. Yeah, look, it's in, it was in the you know the basic embryo stages when I asked Robbie. He was going in for his surgery when I knew he was retiring and he was um, he was fairly receptive to it, and we're about to sort of get the process started. But I think it's a great idea. I mean, they're, they're professional athletes, these jockeys, and they get very little coaching. And I think they're the only probably the only athletes in Australia for you know the, the high stakes that they work under with pressure and, and having to make decisions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, on a on a weekly basis. They get very little coaching. So I think it's it's an area of our industry that we can get better at. And it'd be pointless to see these ex-jockeys like Robbie Frad that have, have such experience. Mm. That he's been through the, the world's best apprentice academy in South South Africa. It's renowned. Um, if he couldn't, you know, part some of his knowledge onto these young riders, it'd just be an absolute waste. So I did um, I did ask him, and, I, and I'm very thankful he's going to do that. And I think that'll help Angela really reach her full potential. Oh, that's, it's an amazing thing. I, I can't believe it's not more widespread. So well done, Tony, about that um, initiative. Yeah, she she rode a couple of winners on the weekend. Is there is there any specifics you know that you, you might you know see that Robbie can work on her straight away? Look, I think I think a lot of it heals a bit to do with just dealing with the pressures of, of race riding and, and the expectation. There's a lot of expectation when when they ride some of these horses and. You know, the the bigger the races, the greater the expectation. You got the punter, you got the owner, the trainer. There's a lot there. It's how they how they manage yeah. that. You know how they how they manage that, and how how they flow on from the decisions. If you you know, it's like if you drop a catch in cricket, you got to pretty well get behind the stumps again for the next ball, mm. don't you? You haven't got a lot yeah. of time to to dwell on it. These kids are the same. If they ride a a, a race, they're not quite as happy with. It's 35 minutes. They've got to be out there again, doing it again. So it's just it's just consistency. It's just making good decisions. And just continually improving it and being able to, to cope with the pressures of, of what they do. Yeah, yeah, well said, mate. And, and we've spoken about this before the social media pressures on these young kids, and not just the young ones, all the jockeys. You know, they make uh, one little false move, and uh, the punters, because there's money involved, uh, are all over them. So, yeah, I, I reckon it's fantastic. It's a great idea of yours. Hey, um, just very quickly, King Kappa. Yeah, really nice horse. We just backed off him. We got a sort of a three-run sort of prep, sort of mapped out for him in the winter now, which which you'll see him go in. And I don't know how whether winter's a little bit early for him yet. He's coming off this restricted off-season racing, but I do feel next summer, summer of uh, 23-24, I think you're going to see a really good sprinter here in Queensland. Oh, good stuff. Hey, and the other one I picked up from your website yesterday. This is a really good feel-good story. More important, one of your faves won over a million dollars in prize yeah. money. Is out at a place called yeah. Ingoldsby, I think it is. Yeah, it's awesome. He's, um, I think that's about his fifth trainer, if you could. I was his fourth trainer when I got him as a, <laughs> as a racing, as a racehorse, and we had so much, so much fun with him. He was the first horse I trained for, for Graham and Linda Huddy at Peachester, and you know they're a very important part of my business now, that's for sure. So he started the ball rolling with our association, and he was a really quirky horse. He used to get himself so worked up at the races when. 
when Linda mentioned that this this young girl might want to try him as a show horse, we both sort of went, oh, geez, I don't know how he's going to handle that, you know, get a bit of atmosphere at the, the show. You might just go to pieces, start sweating up, and that would be a disaster. But she's done a great job with him. And reading that article, um, when they interviewed the young girl who had who had who has him now, it's just like when he was a racehorse. He's a horse. All he wants to do is please you and and do do what you want. And he's doing exactly that now in, in his afterlife, which is you know we get a big thrill out of that. As soon as I read that article, I emailed her straight away to to the Huddies, and they were just as thrilled that we all, we all love our horses and. We love to see them go on and do something yeah. else once they leave us. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, more important one over a million in prize money, but it's now with 14-year-old Claire Frederick out uh, out in the out in the bush, and uh, more important has become a champion show horse. So that awesome story, mate. And you've got uh, lots more stories to tell. You've got a stack of them trialling this morning. A lot of the good horses from your stable. We wish you the best of luck, and as usual, mate, you're so so free with your time with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Nah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. So hopefully, have a good morning ahead of me. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I hope it's only good, only good news. It's six fifty-two. It's only only forty-two trialing, Paddy. Eh? <laughs> yes, he's going to be busy. Isn't well, he's got a, <laughs> he's got a big staff. He's got a big team. But uh, uh, it's interesting to hear him say, "Skirt the law from the Magic Millions heels is the one," and obviously he's going to head eventually towards the slipper. Uh, he, he sounds genuinely excited about that. And of course, Baller Baller up against Nature Strip this weekend, and you know. Moving on to the new market, so there's there's lots to look forward to.